Welcome. Welcome to Lessons from a High School Dropout. My name is Troy Thomas, Joseph Fitch. And I thank you for stopping by this podcast today, whether you're looking on video, listening to us through Apple Tunes, Google Tunes, any type of tunes, we're there. Speaking of tunes, I learned something this week, learned something new, which is always good for us to do. Some of us probably familiar with Coldplay, right? I'm not supposed to play it on my YouTube, but this is the number one wake-up song on YouTube. It's got 650,465,521 views. And I think that's kind of impressive. See if it shows up on my channel. A lot of times it'll drop down in there telling you what the music is. And you know, I can get in trouble for that, but you know, I kind of live on the edge. Living on the edge, but folks, I just want to tell you today is a big day. It's always a big day when I'm going to do a podcast, but this one here is a little unique. This topic is a little unique today. Topic. So what wakes you up in the morning? What wakes you up in the morning? That's the question for today. I'll tell you what wakes you up in the morning. It's nothing like an alarm clock. But it's automatic. It's a program. Not a software program. A subconscious program. Subconscious mind. We talk a lot about the subconscious mind on... Lessons from high school dropout, right? Don't we? Huh? You see, character is what wakes you up in the morning. Yet it's not like a signature, right? It's not like a signature, a fingerprint, I should say. It's not something that's uh, stamped out from our DNA or our ancestry. It's it's a design that can change in a little bit of given time by our daily habits and our choices. You see, I think a lot about words. And there's another word that's very similar to character and it's called charisma. You know, charisma on the other hand is mistaken to be a lot like character, right? It, uh, it's not even close. Not even close. And so today's lesson from high school dropout, we're going to be talking about character and charisma and the differences and a little bit about them. You see, character not you know not only sets you sets you apart from others in a very unique way, and a powerful character can have a lasting impact on how we're perceived by others. And it can be a positive impact or a negative impact. It's our choice. And, you know, one of the things I, I, I express is that the inner resources that we build for handling our difficult times are, are very important for our daily living. And these, these inner resources can deliver us from different 
situations in, in various ways. They can deliver us into a higher consciousness. This character can deliver us to a higher level in life or it can bring us down, down to a, a, a low place. You know, as I, as I, as I uh, was sharing in, in a very charismatic way a conversation I had with my father probably somewhere around 20, 23 years ago. Um, I was having a very, very difficult challenge at my work. I was in the commercial offset printing industry for about nine years back in Dallas, Texas. And my production manager, who we, he and I were very close. So sometimes, you know, our heated conversations can be with the closest people in our lives. This is, this is a man I played golf with on Saturday with clients. And Sonny and I had a difference of opinion on how something should be done on a big, large project we were, we were preparing to print for a, a, a very good client of ours. And it didn't go well. I mean, we were about nose to nose, literally nose to nose. Two men who really had a great relationship. And so as I called my father in a very charismatic way, right? very outspoken, very forward. I was venting about the situation and I recall when my father, you know, probably during a pause because I was probably out of breath because I was just so, so over the top, right? I was, you know, you know, you get that situation. When we were younger, we might've done it with our brothers and sisters, our parents when we was teenagers. We t tend to not do that so much when we become older and adults, but Sometimes the closer you are to people, the more you'll take advantage of that situation and you go nose to nose and that character comes out. And this is what my father said. He said to me, he says, son, you want to see a man's true character, watch him under pressure. And boy, did that hit me. You know, I mean, that silenced that charisma I had very quickly. You know, I, I didn't didn't necessarily feel like I liked what he said, but deep down I knew there was something I needed to really look at there. Because the way I was behaving, the way I was venting, was not of the character that I wanted to be looked upon. You know, um, there was a situation back in 2003 where I find myself leaving the side door of a library I would go to to check out books. And I stopped and I saw this, this man. His name was David. And I would see him often at the library, sitting on a park bench outside just reading. He was reading this big, thick book. He was reading a big old thick book. And I was like, man, what's this guy doing reading this big book, right? You see, the assumption that I had was, you know, just because he's homeless there and always out there, you know, it's a few blocks from the Salvation Army where they sleep at night. My assumption was that David probably wasn't very smart or didn't read or whatever. What's he doing reading these big, thick books? And he he would have he would have two or three books checked out on the on the on the park bench. And I remember we sat down and we're talking one day, and David said, you know. Now, this guy had been this guy had been homeless for like 24 years. He was like 48 years old, and I got to know him in a little ways, you know. And he said, "You know, I may not always know what the right thing to do is, 
but I always do know what the wrong thing to do is. And you see, that's a very, very good point. We know what's right and wrong. We know what a good character looks like. We know what a bad character looks like. And you know, when I, when I look back on my life, I always review how I've changed and the character that I am at this point. And, you know, I think, I think that, you know, character is what's left after charisma is gone. Right? I mean, like when I was venting or I was nose to nose with Sonny, a very dear man in my life. When it all ended, the character was right there in my office, right there on the floor, right splattered all over the place. And I wasn't very proud of it, but I wanted to be, I wanted to feel justified. So I figured I'd call my daddy, call my daddy and say, hey, daddy, this is what's going on, you know. But, you know, it's up to us to make a choice on how we're going to shape and mold our character you see, under these difficult times, we, we, we tend to have an opportunity to mold and shape things, but usually we end up trying to justify our, our reasoning. But I practice on the other hand of how I'm going to change my situation from where I was at that point. You know, in 2011, when my wife was challenged with cancer and almost died from cancer, literally having to pick my wife up and carry her to the bathroom. Crying on the pillows at night with something else. And through that traumatic event, it changed a lot of my character. I, 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 I tend to be where I told myself that I was never going to hold grudges for very long in our differences. And I, and I, and I practiced that regularly. That's... It was a defining moment in our lives as to how we was going to be once we got through that. And it was that very big challenge I had of overcoming, you know, the experience of, of, of cancer hitting my home and touching my wife in a big way and our, our family. That it reshaped me in, 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 a, in a way that I'll never forget, you know. And, you know, all these little things just become a lot less important you know the, the 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 beautiful home the nice luxury car or fancy truck you know horses the joys the vacations all that becomes a lot less important when we look at our character you see you know i mentioned i mentioned the word charisma because I, I tend to be a very charismatic person, right? And I tend to be someone who likes to feel that I have a, a good moral character, a good character that people would say, you know, yeah, he's a good representation of what we should be like. Kind, considerate, understanding, right? But the differences between character and charisma are very, very different, even though a lot of times I can't, they get... They get misconstrued. Because charisma, on the other hand, character is molded by our behaviors and our habits and our actions. 
Charisma, on the other hand, is completely different. You see, character, by definition, comes from a Greek word called chisel. You see, when we look at character, we have to carve out our character and shape it like, like a jeweler shapes a beautiful ruby or a diamond. And they have to chisel out the imperfections. And when my dad spoke to me that day back around 1997, it just spoke to me that I need to chisel out some of that, that negative energy, that bad character, that explosive way where I go nose to nose with another man while at work. But charisma, on the other hand, is nowhere near like that. Charisma comes from a Greek word called etymology, which means the ability to elicit favor freely given and given of grace. The term and its plural derive from charis, which means grace or indeed charm, which also shares the root. So when we look at charisma, it has kind of an appealing way because we've all seen someone who's very charming or very charismatic, but you know, that charismatic way that I was being that day back in around 1997 wasn't so good, wasn't so cool, wasn't very smooth, and certainly wasn't kind, generous, or understanding. So the differences between a word that you have that's related to chisel, where it carves out and makes more of a masterpiece like a sculpture, right? If we were an ice sculpture, right? If I was an ice sculpture and I and I had the energy of what I had that day, my energy would have melted that ice sculpture down into nothing because it was not going to be good for the ice sculpture because it was going to be heated up and lighten up that ice sculpture so it just melt down to nothing. But a character, when you have a strong character, It'll ward off those opportunities where you say, no, I'm not going to choose to go down that path of being verbally abusive or or whatever it might be, negative, judgmental. And so, you know, I have a question for each of us as we are going to demonstrate, you know, the charm or chastisement will you choose a character that says to others they are special and each of them behold a very special gift and share and inspire inspire others you see that's what lessons from high school dropouts all about to share something where others may be inspired now it's this simple okay it's really this simple this is not a new way of teaching It's just a deeper way of demonstrating how each of us can shape and mold our lives and impact others in a very special way. Now, I'd like to end with a food for thought. So step on the road, let's travel with me. Let's say you and I individually are stranded on a desert island. And on this desert island, neither one one of us know the other's there. So I got a question for you. If you had to have your choice between charisma or character to help you survive or find your way off this island, which one would you choose?
Which word would you choose? Would you choose to be a charismatic person or one with a, a good high moral character? Well, I can help you with the, the difficult ones. But let me just say this. In order for charisma to work, there has to be someone else to receive it. Right? But for character, no one else has to be there. So the opportunity for us to survive with a good quality character, having values that sustain us through the difficult times is what matters. Folks, this is just another lesson from a 17-year-old high school from back in 1982. I want to thank you for taking time to listen to our program, watch us on YouTube, and for those of you who like to ring that bell and subscribe, God bless you, because we appreciate it. That's the way we grow the, the ratings of our show. This program is going to be launched here pretty soon into jails and prisons where the minds of men can be touched in a way that they can see how we can always stop at a point and say, you know what, it's time for change. And I'm ready for change. One more little proverb my dad would say to me quite often as we were growing up. He would say, sow a thought, reap an action. Sow a action, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. Sow a character, reap a destiny. Folks, thank you again for taking time to listen to this program today. We'll see you next week. God bless. Don't forget to read something cool this week either. Ciao for now.